1: Hey, hey, hey. It is Wednesday evening, October 23rd of 2019, and it is time for common law wise words to to get started. Anyways, if anybody wishes to raise their hand and join in on the conversation, feel free. That is what we are here to do, and we are very, very Big on free speech around here. Anyways, today or this evening, I figured. Well, we already got a hand up. Seven six zero. You are unmuted.
2: Hello, it's uh, it's Jim. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. All oh, right. On. Okie dokie. Um, I I got a word. Um. Uh. The word must. What, what? What does that? Uh. So right now in the in the vehicle code book, it says you must not speed over eighty miles per hour. Which thing what, is that? What? does that? California. In California.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So. Uh, One thing I know is, like, if you go um, across the country, in fact, I think there are some places in the middle of Utah and Montana that the speed limit's 85, um, and I think that's the federal regulation for the fastest that they can set a speed limit, and they can do that because, of course, the feds give the states um, monies for the interstate. Uh, So, but typically, must. And the only time I've ever seen must in the vehicle code is like uh, when you have school school zones or work zones. It says that you must go the posted speed. Um, other than that, I've only seen it say shall.
2: Shall yeah, I've, I've, uh, but shall is it's sometime in the future. It's not right. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, you you, you will at some point. Right. Like you have gone
1: before and you're going to do it again at some point.
2: Right, but they're not saying you, you have to do it, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not saying you must do it, but... Um, You know, for instance, like around school zones and uh, work zones, it says that you must because you could be endangering other people. And I was actually listening to a guy, an attorney kind of break down some of the things. And he was talking about, you know, if you're going uh, 100, 120 miles per hour on the interstate and there's nobody else on the interstate, Maybe you can get away with it, but if, if there's a couple other cars, that's reckless and dangerous. No,
2: yeah, I understand that, but, oh, um, but, you know, I mean, if, so is the word must, uh, it, it, does that mean, so are they forcing you? Is that, is that basically what it means? Must is like, like, is that like an order type of
1: word? Well, must is definitely different from an order. You know, like you would never go in some place and say, I must have, da 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 da. I mean, you would go in and order something. Um, A must is definitely a much stronger word than say, shall. And it kind of insinuates that you have to do something, but nobody can make you do anything. And another uh-huh. thing to think about okay. is that the traffic codes and the codification of statutes—it's there to regulate corporations. Uh huh. You know, so okay. corporate drivers, people who are driving commercially—you um, know—the whole way that uh, registrations and driver's licenses and insurance requirements got started out in California, I know for sure, is that you would register a vehicle, like if you owned a company or you worked with the state, and that way the states and the company could keep up with the vehicles they had, you had to have a licensed driver so that they knew that you could actually operate the vehicle. It's like if you go to work at a factory or something and they have forklifts, they don't just let any employee drive the forklift. Like you would have to go and get Take a class or two on a Saturday afternoon, and then pass some sort of test to get a forklift license, so that they know that you can operate the machinery that they're going to hand you.
2: For sure. Um, I, I got a, I got a I got a ticket recently. Um, and this is just traffic, you know, uh, for speeding, and I, you know, it, but my my tag. Was expired, but I have the I have the sticker in the glove compartment box. I haven't put it on yet. But the cop added. He pulled me over for that sticker, but he added a speeding charge. It's all BS, man. But um, uh, uh, and I, I wanted. And uh, nobody's prosecuting. There's no. There's no prosecutor over here in San Diego. Yeah, I called up call of- the courthouse.
1: In a lot of states, like for traffic violations and misdemeanors, um, they do it over here where I'm at in South Carolina, but they'll just have the cop prosecute it.
2: So, 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 so it's the cop that's prosecuting the the, the ticket or the charge, or the the complaint or whatever?
1: Yeah, the cop will probably be uh, prosecuting the citations. The citations, tickets, they're not really complaints.
2: So how could I? How could I? How could I tell the cop, man? I don't want to file a claim against them. You know, I don't want to waste my time for a freaking I, I wouldn't ticket, man. How can I nicely tell him,
1: How could I nicely if, tell, him, if I nicely tell him to, to him, discharge? If you filed a claim against them, all you would do is piss everybody off.
2: So okay, so how could I nicely tell him to dismiss that ticket? You know, and stop wasting my time. You know, I, I can't be, you know what I mean? Well, when's your court day? Uh, next month. Next month. When did you get
1: the ticket? Uh,
2: last last month. Last month.
1: Last month? All right. Yeah. Well, at least we're getting on here tonight. But um, here, here's what I would probably do. I would probably write to the cops. And I'd ask him something really, really simple. Like, are you the man who's going to prosecute? Like, are you the man who's going to be acting as the prosecuting attorney for the state?
2: Check this out. So, I I, I wrote to, okay, so before that, I got another ticket. And that's exactly what I did. I wrote to the cop. I even returned his ticket. And I asked him that question. Are you going to be prosecuting this? this this uh this complaint of yours and he never wrote back never wrote back man okay and then what did you do and then um what did i do what did i do i i did i did a write back so, you know i'm like man if i write back again he probably won't even write back which is freaking wasting my time did you ever show up? Yeah. So, so then we we went to trial. You know, there's no, you know, no trial. It's just a little trial, like you don't have jurors or anything. Just a little fake trial, right there in traffic court. And then he brought he brought the the letter I sent him and the ticket, but he never wrote back to me. But uh, yeah. And then I put in some notices, and man, they just they they ran me over. My what the? Yeah.
1: Well, as soon as soon as you put in a motion, you're stepping into the court's jurisdiction.
2: No, 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 no notices. I never, I never oh, filed any motions in, or none okay, of that. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, so what No, no motions, that? man. No motions. No, 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 I don't mess around with those things. The word, but, I um, yeah. Well, I think I think I called in on the show f- for that one. Um, but you know, I was like, whoever enters the plea on my behalf, is gonna bear all liability, liability. And uh, and they said, you know, I'm a man going to uh, point A to point B with my property, and uh, I, I forgot exactly what it was, but something like that. You know,
1: I'll just go ahead and, and tell you, like, at this point, they're testing everybody. If you don't really know, you know, what you're talking about and you don't really have it in your heart, they're absolutely mm-hmm. going to run over you, even if you're 85% there. Right. 90% there. So um, I would say, like, the first thing that you did, writing to him and asking him if he's going to be prosecuting, that's a good step but it's it's really important that you ask if he's going to be acting as the prosecuting attorney okay because as soon as he shows up and he's acting as the prosecuting attorney now he's practicing law without a license
2: Mm. but isn't that falling under like some kind of code or whatever um, practicing you could say law.
1: that falls under code, but I can almost guarantee you in California there's case law. Yeah. For practicing law without a license.
2: Or maybe we'll, we'll check this out. Maybe if I uh, write like a cease and desist letter, and then, um, kind of, and then like, um, and then another notice saying. If you continue with this, I'm gonna have to file a claim and charge and charge you know, like three thousand dollars for like wasting my time. Or what do you think? Uh, yeah,
1: I, I wouldn't do that. You're likely to just irritate them. Um, you know, ever since everybody started kind of filing claims 'cause Carl Lynn said, Oh, it's so easy, just one, two sentences, boom, I'm done. Uh, you know, they they really get irritated and pissed Mm -hmm. off whenever somebody files a claim. Plus, they look at it as being very adversarial, and court is a place to settle controversies. You don't wish to be controversial at all. You just wish to ask them, like, are you gonna be the man acting as the prosecuting attorney for the state? Okay, and then after that, and if he doesn't write back, and I would ask him to write back within Seven days or or ten days mm-hmm. since you have court coming up. If he doesn't write back, yeah. I would write him back and say, you know, is there any way to settle this issue? You know, like what have I done wrong to you? Is there any way for me to settle this issue with the plaintiff? Uh, you know, for fair and just compensation for the wrong that I've done before we go to court and waste the court valuable time and resources.
2: Valuable time and resources. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, And
2: then
1: then if he doesn't answer that, I would send him another letter and be like, you know, okay, hey, if you're gonna push this to go, absolutely force this into a court, um, I wish for you to give me disclosure. You know, like you have disclosure for what? Your disclosure. For whatever he's gonna whatever evidence he's gonna present to the court. So disclosure is like mandatory evidence. Whenever you're being prosecuted or persecuted for a crime, disclosure is what the government has to hand over to the defense.
2: Isn't that like, um, isn't that what that, what, that uh, that guy uses the, uh, the discovery pretty much or whatever it's called? Well, discovery is
1: different. Discovery is something that you have to ask for, and um, if you don't get discovery, you would actually motion the court for the court to grant you discovery. Disclosure, if they don't give you disclosure, there's no case.
3: Mm, okay.
1: Okay, if they don't give you disclosure, if the officer doesn't give you disclosure, because every uh, cop car has a video camera on it now, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that would be evidence. And if they don't hand that over, and they typically do not like handing over the videotape of the encounter, and if they don't hand that over, then the the cop typically cannot testify to anything that happened on that video camera. If they lose it, the cop can't testify to anything that happened on that video camera. And the other thing is, is that by the time you get to court, if you've written him You know, one, two, three times, and he hasn't written back, especially if he shows up with your letters and copies of your letters, I would say, look, I've been Mm -hmm. seeking an imparlance. I have a right to imparlance, and that man won't answer, so obviously he doesn't have a legitimate grievance. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. And then, what then, then, know, what, and then then then
1: we I've been trying to settle this in private.
2: Yeah. Mhm. Okay. All right, all right. <clears throat> I was going to I was going to uh tend to uh, notice that the court was lacking jurisdiction over IMN. Uh you know, it, well, sure, that's...
1: honestly, I would go about okay. it differently, because you don't know yeah. if the court has jurisdiction or not. Um, that's, that's something that you're kind of going there to figure out. And from my experience, mm-hmm. the court doesn't really take well when somebody comes in and says you don't have jurisdiction or this or that. The court knows whether or not they have jurisdiction. Um... Mm-hmm. So I would I would kind of take it a different way. As soon as you put in a paper uh, saying notice of appearance and informing them that you're a man and you're appearing as a man, you're basically saying that, that you believe they don't have any jurisdiction because a man cannot appear in a state court. A man cannot appear in an administrative procedure. Only fictions can.
2: Only fiction. So a man... So a man only uh, is present in court, or how would you well, think?
1: a man's present at court before court, around court. court, you know. And and the big oh, reason right. why you why I always tell people to put in a notice of appearance is so that they can't come back and and arrest you later on um, on a bench warrant. Like if you have something stamped by the clerk's office that day saying that. That you're there, they, because I've seen mm-hmm. them a lot of times. Um, you know, somebody will put in a notice, and then they'll leave, and uh, you know, the court will be like, "Does anybody see Bob? Does anybody see Bob? Oh, Bob's not here today. We're gonna sign a bench warrant for his arrest." hmm But if you have that piece okay. of paper stamped by the clerk that day, they can't do that.
2: They can't uh, send out a bench warrant?
1: Yeah, they, they're not going to... what do you they're, mean? They're not going to sign a bench warrant because if they signed a bench warrant, all you'd have to do is come in with your copy of the notice saying, hey, look, I was here this day.
2: Oh, oh yeah, 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 okay. You,
1: you see what I mean? So nobody would ever believe yeah. that you just Get out on court. Nobody would ever believe that you went in, got that piece of paper stamped, and then just left.
2: So so that notice, uh what is that notice called? That
1: the notice of appearance? Yeah, you can call it notice of appearance, you can call it notice of manifest, you can call it notice appear, you can call it notice abracadabra, I don't really care. Ha.
2: So um so um so you gotta get that notice stamped by the court, right?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would take it to the clerk's office. You know that morning, like, what time is your court?
2: Oh uh, well, actually, they they want me to call and set up a a, a uh, an arraignment, I guess. They yeah. They want
1: you to call and set up an arraignment.
2: Y- yeah, basically saying guilty. Well, yeah, basically saying you know guilty, not guilty, or whatever.
1: Uh, I'd I'd write to the clerk and, and say, uh, hey, you know, I got this on the side of this highway. Um, you know, this was left in my custody, care, and control, and I wish to have a time to move before court. And they're probably going to write you back and say, you got to plead guilty, not guilty, no contest, whatever. And then I'd write them back and mm-hmm. say... Hey, I don't understand any of this. I don't understand how to plead. I wish to move before the court and explain my situation. Correct.
2: Right, right. right without pleading, huh? Yeah. That was, Yeah, it's like you no. Know, well, there's
1: no I, record I, right I there. I don't know how to plead until I figure out what I've done wrong.
4: No, does yeah. that <laughs> close to legal advice, don't it? What do you mean somebody giving you legal advice that you have to plea oh the 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 cook the cook yep so is it so what
2: is is that bad or what what does that mean
1: well they can't give you legal advice
2: uh uh-huh. the the, the cook people
1: Yeah, the clerk people cannot give you legal advice. The judge can't give you legal advice. Nobody can give you legal advice. That's why you have to go and pay an attorney. Like, In fact, if you had an attorney in your family, they're not supposed to give you legal advice. Hmm. Because of their oath to the bar, they're supposed to charge you something to get legal advice. To the best of my knowledge, only judges can give family members legal advice.
3: Mm, yeah,
2: hmm. all right, so that's so, uh, right. what's your
1: name, man? My name's What? J- what's
2: your name? My J-C-, name's J-C. JC.
1: Yes, sir.
2: J. And then you C. J, J for. What? Okay. Is it like yeah, just J My actual C?
1: name's John.
2: Oh, okay. John, I'll send um, you a message later on, though. John? John? Yeah. J-O-H-N? No, just
1: J-O-N.
2: Oh, John. Okay, cool. I'll try to find you on that webpage and I'll send you a message later on.
1: Yeah, you can email us at jcandshaman at gmail.com So it's J-C-A-N-D-S-H-A m a n at gmail dot com
2: uh, sh- let me write that down real quick yeah and if you oh, don't fuck. get it a hundred percent
1: correct uh you know this show is being recorded, and you can go back and listen to it and probably for the past month, I've given that email address out um at the beginning of the show.
2: uh I've got a pen right here. I can write it down real quick. Say it again.
1: It's J C. Mhm. A N D. Mhm. S H A. Uh huh. And that's J C and Shaman at gmail dot
2: At gmail Let me just uh, shan- sham- Oh, okay. So that's that's the header on the on the on the group page, huh? Sh- shaman and
1: um, Yeah, like common
2: law shamanism. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Yeah, so that's basically it, man. Uh, oh, I just. I-
1: Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I would go ahead and start off by asking the officer if he's going to be the man prosecuting, you know, acting as prosecuting attorney for the state. And if he doesn't answer, right. again, I'd just write him back and be like, you know, uh, what's the wrong that I've done? Is there any way to right that wrong before wasting the court's valuable time and resources?
2: Right. Oh, I got something even better, man. I, I, I wrote down five orders he 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 ordered me to do. He ordered me to do five things, and I did them all. I did all the orders he asked me to do. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to collect little, little cash or i'll at least just get the the ticket dismissed you know i would would you write that up I, uh, Fuck, man. i i wouldn't do how do you collect on that stuff?
1: or combative at all and, and that's mm-hmm. just my stance nope. towards it but you start telling them that you're going to charge them money for each order like you know, I'm gonna charge you yeah. two thousand dollars for each order that I've fulfilled for you. Nah,
2: and, <laughs> nah. and they're gonna. I they're even gonna get out. Nah, I, I don't think so. What, what do you, you think? Do what? I mean, I was I would do uh, two hundred fifty dollars each each order. You know, I even told when he pulled me over on the side of the freeway. He's like, "Yeah, I want." You know, I got out of the car. He's like, uh, "I need to see your driver's license." And I'm like, "Is this is, this, is this an order?" He, he's like, "You bet it is." All right, man. i let you know. For you know, I charge two hundred fifty each order. He's like, "That's all right." He even gave me his um his address. His uh. His address to uh, send him the order, for the, you know.
1: Yeah, well, I can tell you, um, you know, because Carl Lynch has been talking about that since he really kind of got onto the radio, and I know from yeah. people over in England, like uh, if somebody mm-hmm. gets pulled over in England and they start talking about the order and charging for the order. They have a standing order yeah. in the police force to go ahead and arrest that individual, you know, take them to jail, and see if they actually know the whole process.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, Yes, you guess they don't want and, nobody. They don't want nobody to know that, huh?
1: <laughs> well, it, that's just one of the things. It's like a lot of people one of the things that I really like to study is the history of the kind of counterculture common law movement. And, you know, a lot of people have come up with really good ideas that work in law, like in law that absolutely is correct. But uh, once it gets out on the internet and everybody's talking about it and everybody starts, you know, they get 10,000 people going into court and actually doing some of these things, they just start running over it. yeah you know because at the end of the day they still got all the guns which is why you know my approach and the approach that shaman takes and the approach that people on this call take for the most part what we preach about and talk about is being non-combative you know like if if you go and charge him 250 dollars per order and then you go in there and you have that that bill of particulars for them now you have a controversy yeah. what you wish for is for no controversy you just wish to leave
4: right not right that, right not only that brother you're, you're kind of mixing apples and oranges like you're trying to bring your matter in on their matter and you're mixing. You're trying to mix. If you, if even if you were going to charge that dude, and he sat right on the side of the road, and you recorded him saying he he contracted with you and all that, I wouldn't bring that up at this thing. You're just trying to get. You're just trying to get the ticket out, right?
2: Oh no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to mix. You know, or get that the uh, of particulars into this. And I'll see it different. I'll be like a. Uh... A claim, wouldn't it? I don't even know,
4: man. Well, I think that's what jc's trying to tell you. Like, if you go in there, Mm -hmm. you're you better know your stuff. Yeah. I mean, don't take don't take that wrong, but it's like you know. I get the principle, and there may be a time that I would do that, but right now you're just trying to. You're first, you're trying to learn. Second, you're trying to stand as a man. So get that get that Mm -hmm. part under your belt first than when you're more confident, so I'm telling you, I don't know if you've ever gone to court and tried this stuff, but, dude.
2: Oh, it's know. hard, man. I, I Yeah, I, I try it's to act rough to rough. get open up. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to open up a, a, a claims court, and man,
4: I got surrounded by like,
2: like, damn, like three, four people, went.
4: Hey, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you right now, and I know this firsthand. That's a they trip. Hate, they hate people like us more than they do a murdering drug dealer.
0: Oh, yeah. They,
4: I doubt that they I, – I would dare say the sovereign citizens, the way they classify – I'm not classifying you that way. What they classify mm-hmm. as a sovereign citizen, they probably put them on about the same level as a baby raking baby-killer. I'm just telling you, it's a dis- wow. they just—they despise those people, dude. They despise oh. them. So, oh yeah, man, go in, I, there, I, go in there, and just be mellow, man. Just be cool. Just do your thing. Don't go in there trying to fight yeah. them. And, and like, they don't have all the guns. I mean, I don't. I mean, I know what John John's saying right now. They're in power. He's absolutely right. But if like, if you're gonna be combative, be combative. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Go street if you're gonna be if you're gonna go badass, go badass all the way. Now I'm not go Rambo, that huh? Saint. Well, I'm actually saying don't do that. Like, I mean, that's not the time. This is not the time for any combative nature whatsoever. That's not what we want. What we're trying to do is mm-hmm. not only stand as man, but teach them what that is. You see yeah. what I'm saying? They don't know either. Like that cop doesn't know. You don't know. Like you're trying to like you're trying to learn so you can teach him. Then nobody has to be combative. Because dude in war nobody wins. Nobody mm-hmm. wins combat, dude. That's just that just sucks for everybody. So just uh, uh, i, I, I I'm cool about it.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, we'll just keep it cool, that's number one. Rule. We'll,
4: yeah. Yeah. But you understand I, what I'm saying, I, 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 like, I was being facetious, yeah, like, yeah, like if you don't go like you can't go one percent badass, like you you know street is you either go all the way or don't go, <laughs> so I would just suggest don't go, don't go like you know, just be cool, learn just your be cool, mm-hmm. do your notice, let them know who you are, have fun, supposed to be fun, yeah, say hey, but- fun learning stuff. So.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Uh, but if if you were going to, pre- if you, were, for example, right, I'm not saying that I, I am. But uh, if you were going to proceed uh, with uh, to collect on the orders, where would you would you file that at the like at a small claims or like at a cl- like in a court of record? Or? What would you collect? How would you co- how would you collect on that?
1: Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you right now, if you're fa- if you're filing, how many orders did you say you followed? Six?
2: No, well, what I wrote down was five orders. Okay, but, um, so
1: you got five orders at $250 mm-hmm. a piece, so you're looking at uh, $1,250. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're filing that against a police officer for pulling you over, you're never going to get anywhere and you're just going to irritate the system and they're all going to know who you are.
2: Right. But, but I mean, where would you, uh, where would you take that into notice? So you mean, you you know, the judge could grant you that order Is that like the small claims or for the record it, or If there was
1: a man on the side of the road without a badge on and that didn't work for the state of California and he gave you um, five orders and agreed on a video camera that, you know, he was going to get charged $250 per order. Yeah, you would probably take that to some type of small claims or magistrate's court, and depending on how you wrote it up and how you handled yourself, you could probably keep it in a court of record and have it move at common law.
4: Hey, let me. Ah, uh, I see. I don't. What? What was your? What's your name? Because I came in kind of late. What was your
2: name? Uh who's? There's two. There's sure. two men. or three men in here. Oh, I'm
4: um, yeah. Jimmy. Yeah,
2: I know who I am, and I know who John is, but I don't know you <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. Uh, Yeah.
4: So what's your name? Jim. 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 All right, Jim. Yeah. All, so you get pulled over on the side of the road, right? All right, do you, have uh-huh. have, do you have a problem having a driver's
2: license? No, I have a driver's license, but that day...
4: You know, I Mm
2: -hmm. I could have made twice twice as that much
4: money. You know. No, listen, and he really just just bear with me uh, for a second. I'm not being a jerk. Just watch what I'm going to show you. So you don't have a problem having a driver's license, though, right? I mean, you're pretty cool with that most of the time. Yeah,
2: yeah, I don't have a problem. Mm -hmm. Okay,
4: so man, you're driving around using their property, which means you're kind of consenting. And you got a tag on your car, and you get and you get pulled over. You've already gave presumptive jurisdiction the second you pulled over. You've already given jurisdiction to the cop. So my point is, is he had jurisdiction over you. So what are you going to charge him for if he has jurisdiction? If you're if you're doing like he says, hey man, can you get out of the car? You get out of the car, or he says, hey, get out of the car, you get out of the car. That means he controls you. So, nah, I
2: don't believe that, man.
4: Well, I'm just telling you. If I go into aisle three of Walmart and I say, hey, you, get your damn hand off that Twinkie, and you take your hand off that Twinkie, I guess I own you. If you're doing what I tell you to do, and you take your hand off that Twinkie, that's my Twinkie.
2: Ah, oh, okay. They bar me with an assault rifle and a bazooka, and <laughs> that, let him try that again. <laughs> hey.
4: <laughs> oh, I, I, get, overhead, I get I got you know your, right your point, man? but oh, man. yeah, but you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying
2: though, right? Yeah, yeah, but still, I, I can make a claim to that property, he can, man. Well, I don't know. Did you buy the twenty?
4: Or are you just handle it? <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: Hey, I, Yeah.
4: I But that's not your license. You're handling their license. He just asked you for their property back. You've already been combative. You're already saying, well, is that an order? Of course it is. It's the state you live in is driver's license. It's not even yours. What you should have said is, hey,
3: mm-hmm.
4: it ain't mine. You want your property back? Yeah. See, see but, when you go but... to court, dude. You better know all these little things, otherwise you're going to get your ass
2: yeah.
4: I'm just telling you, court, right. I don't know if you've ever been to court. Court's rough. It's rough when you have an attorney talking for you. When you stand there and the judge wanting to shoot lasers through your head because he hates you, it gets pretty thick pretty quick. Trust me. Yeah. I've been with people who know what they're doing and they went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> I mean, dude. <laughs> Shit, man. You have him stand up screaming at you from across the room, be surrounded by, like, eight marshals. You get sick pretty quick, man.
3: Oh, yeah. Man. I
4: can assure you. So crazy what stuff. What I'm saying is, just, I'm just saying, you say it. Does, you don't think it matters. It does matter. You're sitting there saying you have jurisdiction over him because you said, is that an order? Well, if he gives you an order and you follow it, get out of the car. He had jurisdiction. He put his lights on. You followed that order?
1: Uh, hey, just to kind of hammer home how much little things really matter, there was this case law where um, this guy got convicted of murder, and basically his attorneys, and they took it to the Supreme Court, they said that uh, he shouldn't have been convicted because they used the video in the interrogation room as evidence that you know he committed the murder, and He told them that he didn't wish to talk and they offered him a piece of gum and he said, no, thank you. And then they offered him a piece of gum later and he took it, but he actually talked when they were offering him the gum. And so they could use the rest of the interview in court against him because he did not uphold his right to remain silent.
4: Hey, there's a, there's a case where a guy and I don't, I cannot tell you where to go on it right now, but I remember seeing this, where a guy went in, argued correctly, won the case. The judge couldn't get jurisdiction over him. The guy was walking out of the courtroom. The judge said, hey, you, take that uh, toothpick out of your ear because the guy had a toothpick slid in his ear. He took the toothpick out. As soon as he did it, he told him to arrest him.
2: (laughs) That's freaking...
4: Hey, if I tell you to drop the Twinkie and you do it, you're mine. You're mine. I own you. And yeah, you can get out of it. So, boat, so, so when out. the cops
2: turn on this light,
4: yeah. Ah, oh, man. All right. Hey, that's an arrest. That is an arrest. The minute he's out, puts his lights on, you're under arrest. You are not free to go. You are officially seized. Now, if you stop, you're consenting. You're consenting to the seizure. That's how simple it is.
1: Oh, hey,
4: Hey, I'm telling you, hey, JC, if anybody on this phone knows, I do. The second those emergency lights come on, you pull over. Oh, you are I, I under know, and they arrest. call it
1: a custodial arrest. You know, it is
4: absolutely an arrest. You are not free to go. I actually won a really good case with that once.
1: By
0: not, I, I thought it. it
1: was hilarious. I was watching one of these uh, YouTube videos, uh, you know, on the First Amendment audit stuff and this guy oh yeah is, is didn't in me that the wing, police the car in handcuffs he hasn't done anything wrong and he's like why am i under arrest and the officer's like you're not under arrest i'm just detaining you and it's like if he's in handcuffs he's under arrest
4: like, oh yeah there, no tell you that no
1: you're in handcuffs without being under <laughs>
4: arrest yep dude you're you're it is technically it is technically an arrest under the Fourth Amendment when you pull them over and you have lights on. Because they're not free to go? They can call it detention. What the hell's the detention? You seized me. If I'm not free to go, I'm detained. That's it. I yeah, can't well, go. they
1: they actually call it a custodial arrest when the lights go on. Like like, yeah. and they just use the word custodial to make it sound a little, you know, Softer. more fluffy,
4: right? Yeah, it's a little fluffier, like a pillow, Mr. Pillow. <laughs> But, hey, you know the case I've talked to you about where the guy that time I pulled up behind him and I didn't put my traffic lights on? I didn't put my emergency lights on? Uh, Yeah. And I had the judge yelling at me, I don't like this. It's a police state. I can't believe this. And then the attorney's like, ha-ha, he was under arrest. I'm like, he wasn't under arrest. Was he free to go? I said, he thought he was. But did you think he was? No, I didn't think he was. He goes, ha-ha, he's under arrest. I'm like, no, 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 Jack. The law says he has to feel he's free to go and I didn't have any emergency lights on. I just pulled into the freaking grocery store. I can't help it if he just sat there and talked to them. Not my fault. Boom. Done.
2: Hey guys, uh I got I got to go, I got to answer some phone calls but uh hey uh, uh thank you for your uh you know your knowledge and all that stuff. And uh uh i'll send you
4: oh a by email. the way we're not attorneys and we don't give
2: legal advice <laughs> uh, yeah but honestly
1: man we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're not attorneys and we don't give legal advice but honestly man if you start asking him to settle in the private By the time you get to court, you're going to have a much better stance at at bringing something in, saying, hey, you're trying to settle in private. Another thing to keep in mind, if you can get the judge laughing, there's a saying that we have here, and they also have it in law school, a laughing jury is never a hanging jury. Hey, and one
4: more thing, because this leads into the you wanted to do anyway. We may not be attorneys and we don't get legal advice, but we absolutely comprehend what they're doing. We just don't understand. The yeah, for
2: sure. All right, guys. Well, I'm gonna have to depart. All and right. uh, you guys have a good night.
1: All right, you too. Enjoy and come back and
4: re-download because
1: I'm about to talk about that comprehend and understand thing. Yeah,
4: I'll help you come into that. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> Bye. You have a good night, Jim.
4: His name was Jim, right? Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it really was, but that's what he said. I'll believe him. He sounded <laughs> like a he sounded like a Jim. Uh, it, it
1: was a it was a stage name. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, well, talking about yeah. comp, huh? Their new voice. Wasn't there?
4: Yeah, that was a new voice. I wasn't the old voice.
1: Okay. Stan, you going to say hi?
5: Oh, am I unmuted?
1: Uh, uh, I guess you are now. <laughs>
5: sorry, I was looking up stuff on (laughs) Edimaline.com. On what? What's up, Sean? Oh, Edimaline.
3: What's up,
5: man? Yeah. I was like, I guess if we're going to talk about comprehend and and stuff, I should just, you know, pull up the etymology of it.
1: Oh, can you go ahead and break it down for us? I can read what's there. (laughs) Uh, All right, shoot. (laughs)
5: All right, mid-14th century, to understand, to take in a mind, to grasp by understanding. Late 14th century, to take in, include, from Latin, comprehendre, comprehendre. To take together, to unite, to include, to seize. The catch of of fire or the arrest of criminals. Also, to comprehend, to perceive, to seize, to take in the mind. From com, with together, You're probably like completely, be calm, prehende, to catch, to hold of, to seize, from pray, before, see pre, tendre, from pie root, gend, to seize, to take, related, comprehend, comprehending, compare the development in German, all
1: right, this is going to be a little rough Uh, that's all right man because honestly (laughs) uh, you kind of broke it down the way i was gonna break it down like calm means together to bring together pre is beforehand and then hand means to to take or to control to take control of um you know or or like of the mind like hence uh
5: That was the next Uh, part. It says, to seize, but with through writings of the 14th century mystics, to seize with the mind.
4: Yeah, to seize with the mind. That's pretty good. Yeah, go ahead. You you care if I read something from Webster?
1: Be my guest.
4: It says, literally, to take in, to take with or together, to contain, include, or comprise To imply to contain by implication or construction. There's others, but that kind of tells you.
1: Yeah, and if I remember correctly, I believe the um, Webster's only relates it to understand and maybe one of the definitions.
4: Um, Number three is to, to understand, to conceive, that is to take, hold, or contain in the mind to possess or to have an idea according to a popular phrase or to take your meaning. Or I take
1: right. your meaning. Yeah, and then who wants to uh, look up understand? Because I'm just so late on right. <laughs> I'm already on. Well, you want verb or noun?
5: Cause I'm already there. Uh,
1: yep. The noun. Damn it! Hold
5: on. <laughs> I got the verb. <laughs> the uh, noun is Old English understanding comprehension verbal noun of understand verb, meaning mutual agreement. Is attested from 1803. The verb has a lot more meaning. I mean, it has a lot more written under it. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, but see, yeah, the right there, the, the, the mutual agreement. And if you look in Webster's 1828, I mean, I think it's like four or five. This does, this says to have
4: the same, yeah, it says to have the same ideas as a person who speaks or the ideas in which a person intends to communicate. I understand the preacher the court perfectly understand the advocate or his argument.
1: Yeah, so so understand literally means to hold the same thing in mind. Like, I know we've all heard in the counterculture, it means to stand under, like, I stand under your authority if I understand. And that's not what it means. We'll it means understand. that we both agree on the same thing. you want to hear what the verb says in other uh, Sure. <laughs>
5: Old English, understandin, comprehend, grasp the idea of. Probably literal, stand in the midst of. From under and stand in to stand, see stand. If this is the meaning, the under is not the usual word meaning beneath. But from Old English under, the pyroof natur. Between among, source of Sanskrit, antar. Among, between, Latin, inter. Between among Greek entere and tent and testings,
1: see,
3: Man, all I can think understand about
1: understand. right now is how Paul's among <laughs> you. Remember that, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> you remember Kyle was all like, He's among. <laughs> That's well, crazy. Because the next part is
5: that, this <laughs> <laughs> is
1: a suggestion of
3: fans or the I
5: other
1: regarding the mug.
3: <laughs>
1: He's a mug.
3: I forgot all about that, man.
1: He was um, like, I shouldn't have funny. flown over here for this mug.
3: <laughs> I just looked at him like, what the hell is a mug? Paul. Paul's a mug.
4: <laughs> oh, we need to call him.
1: Right, so for anybody who doesn't know, that's British and Irish for kind of like calling somebody a schmuck.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's a window. It's a window licker. (laughs) Remember? It's a window licker. (laughs) It just hit me. That's what it was. Like, it is. It's a window licker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, um... Like now with our newfound understanding and comprehension of the two words, understand Uh and comprehend, you know, to to comprehend means that that you have the faculties to see something with your mind, to visualize something with your mind, to uh, comprehend actions taken with your mind and understand means that you agree, like you are in agreement, which is exactly why you have to understand why you're at court. You know, you have to agree, you have to agree to participate with your understanding and they have to get you at some point in time to state on the record, if you understand and for anybody who's going to get a psychological evaluation because you spend enough time at court and you go in there seven eight times and you keep saying I don't understand at some point they're going to order a mental evaluation on you and and they're going to get the therapist to say that you are competent to stand trial um and of course if that ever does happen, you should argue with the findings of of the psychiatrist or therapist's conclusion, because they're not meaning understand in the way that the law or the legal society means understand. And they don't have the education to know what the true meaning of the word understand actually means. And they're paid by the court, which means, well, they got to be biased, right? Like, are you going to agree with the guy who's paying you or the other guy? <laughs> Anyways, a, a really, guy, really, huh?
5: Um, I have a guy that um has been in cabinetry. He he makes cabinets in like uh kitchens and stuff, and he's he's had like problems where they've been sued and stuff. And the way he defeats lawyers is he doesn't tell them what they're saying. He asks them to define certain words in what they say. And they always fail in defining the terms that they're using. So since they can't move forward, like it kind of stalemates. So like I I found like a great strength in like letting people define what they're saying instead of being like, you know, Webster says this or Adam Line says that like, what are you saying by this? Where do you come from, from this? And by not being able to, and I'd love to get him on this. Um, He's just not interested. But by um, making them describe what they're speaking of, they fail and they can't move forward. And it just drags on and drags on and drags on until they give up.
1: sorry i was muted so um i actually have a really really kind of funny story dealing with that kind of particular situation there was this friend of mine who got a letter from um from the uh company that owned his house you know the property management company and they were telling him that he had to move this building because they were saying it was a permanent structure. And within the lease, he couldn't put any permanent structures on the property. And uh, they told him that he had to submit a plan to leave it there because basically what they were trying to do was say, you know, you have to ask us for permission to have that. And if we give you the permission, then we're going to keep it. And if you tell us we can't keep it, then we're not going to give you the permission. So, but he had to submit a plan and so submit means to yield, lower, let down, put under, reduce. That's one definition. Another is to uh, place oneself under the control of another's authority. And so basically what he wrote him back saying was, you know, do, do you wish for me to sink this thing into the ground? Because <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, considering that you know you wrote in this letter you were worried that it was sitting over the septic tank or do you mean this other definition which means to bow to your authority you know because i might be renting this property from you but if you wish for me to put together a building plan for you that's what i do for a living and i'm going to have to charge you for fair and just compensation to to get that ready for you and uh, of course they never contacted him back. And about three months later, they went up $25 on his rent. He called me up. He was so pissed off. And I was like, dude, because he'd been living really close to a downtown area um, for about four or five years in that rental property. And I was like, dude, I bet that they only went up what the taxes, the property taxes have gone up. And he was like, they did. I mean, they didn't even go up another dollar. In fact, I think uh, if you break down the 12 months of the year, um, the property tax rose to the point where they could charge them $25 a month. They could have probably gotten away with $25.50, but come on. (laughs) And and they, they knew that they could only go up that much because of the property tax. You know, like he couldn't argue with them going up like that. <laughs> so, so they were pretty but much eating six dollars a year. Do what? Um, well, a lot of places probably... when you rent from them, a lot of places when you rent from them, they'll actually have written into the contract that they'll go up twenty-five dollars a year to compensate for um, the increase in property taxes. So I've I've seen that several times. Anyways, getting back to uh, comprehend and understand, and I know that I've used this example on the show before, where uh, a gentleman went into court and was basically saying he comprehended that the legislatures down at the, you know, capital, the state capital, the federal capital, sat around and came up with this law to lock people in jail or in prison over a plant. But he would never be able to understand why grown people would wish to lock other grown people into a cage over a plant. Like He would never be able to understand that. And so just to kind of go from their own stuff, because, well, I kind of like, uh, you know, what they advertise arguing what they advertise and not what it actually is so if you go to the declaration of independence it it says somewhere in the middle uh and they're accusing the the king of of certain crimes that he's been portraying upon the public and they're saying for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses and basically you know, the king and the parliament would just make up laws to get rid of people from the colonies who were insubordinate to the old world structure of England. And they would bring them over to um, to England to be tried because, of course, then they're going to have a jury of a bunch of British people and not colonists who would understand what they were going through. and And they would make up these pretended offenses. So... I don't know what a pretended offense would be maybe having a plant in your possession or having a controlled substance in your possession it's not like you really offended somebody it's a pretended offense does anybody else know some pretended offenses
4: shooting heroin Uh, how about your grass is too tall? Uh, you can't, you know, you planted the wrong tree. Uh, you, your your deck railings aren't close enough to You're going
1: too fast.
4: Uh, what do you mean you're, you're a man? You can't you, be a you man. Brought
1: a po- you, you bought a prostitute.
4: <laughs> yeah, right? You, yeah, you can go work in L.A. and do porn, but you can't sell it here.
1: Right. Yeah, y'all got to have a camera. <laughs> That's all.
3: Now we got I had a sneaky and camera.
1: <laughs> so anyways, we're going to fast forward past the American Revolution and and look at the it would have originally been the 8th article to the Bill of Rights, but everybody understands it as the 6th amendment to the Constitution. I don't know why. But um, down here it says, uh, you know, anybody who's who's uh, you know accused of a crime has the right to be informed of the nature and the cause of the accusation. And if you really look into it, it's the nature of the wrong and the cause, like why somebody's accusing you, like why somebody's saying what you did to them was wrong. So it's the nature of the wrong and the cause of the wrong. And uh, you put those two things together and you start thinking about understand and comprehend. And I can almost bet everybody that any judge, any magistrate, any lawyer, anybody in the legal industry would probably understand that the people who wrote the Declaration of Independence, John Adams, and uh, who was the guy who actually wrote it? I can't believe I just lost that name. Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. You know, and, and all of these other founding fathers, you have to believe that they comprehended that King George, along with Parliament, made statutes and laws, if you want to call them that, to have mock trials for the people that were working in their armies, to have a law where their armies could go into anybody's home and look at all of their legal documents. And if they didn't have the King's stamps, then they would be taken down to jail and they would be fined, to have laws to where People had to quarter those soldiers in their own homes. I'm sure that all of the founding fathers comprehended those things, but I bet none of them understood. I bet none of them had mutual consent. I bet none of them were like, well, should I make you some tea this evening? (laughs) No, because we're in America and we drink coffee. We throw your tea in the ocean. (laughs) All right, <laughs> that's how much they didn't understand why 21. the British troops were in their homes, why they were going through their stuff, and they understood it so little that a bunch of people got together, got some gunpowder, got some muskets, and started a war,
4: shot some people in the face
1: right, so anyways, that was kind of my uh dissertation for the evening we can get back to whatever the conversation was
4: <laughs> it was chaos before that controlled chaos well it always comes down to it's like we've talked about before many times in the show usually i mean every take every case where you end up popping a plea signing an agreement, convicting yourself, at the end of it, the judge asks you three to four times, like, do you understand? Are you aware you're giving your rights away? Um, You know? It's, you know, it's completely your own conviction is always your own conviction. It's always... Has to be your understanding Like you have to you understand that you're surrendering your rights or you're not exercising your rights or you're I don't know why the words evading me right now but
1: yeah and of course they have to get you to understand because it's all about consent
4: and really being a man or a woman just means not consenting Oh, you're going to shoot me in the head? Okay, that sucks. I'm not consenting. You're going rip my fingernails out? Oh, that sucks. I'm not consenting.
1: So just a little bit of, you know, about consent. You know, obviously, if you actually cause somebody harm, injury, or loss, you don't have to consent to going to court because you have a verified complaint. Of wrongdoing. But back in the old days with common law, everybody likes to talk about common law. Uh, when people would go into court, say, Sean stole my pig, and we have a big to do about it in the town, and I'm upset because my pig got stolen, and he's upset because I've been telling everybody he stole my pig and maybe he didn't do it. And I go and file an action against Sean you know, to get fair and just compensation for that pig. Sean would actually want to go to court. Sean would actually wish to have a trial because if he didn't steal the pig, he wants everybody in the world to know he didn't steal the pig and I'm a liar. And if he did steal the pig, then I get fair and just compensation. But everybody would have consented to that arrangement.
4: Sorry, <laughs> <sighs> Ah, uh, it's all good.
1: Well, where'd no, stand I
4: got, got bacon strips in my head now.
1: I'm here. But Be- uh bacon strips.
4: Yeah, but the dogs calling begging strips. The begging strips. It's
1: bacon. <laughs> you gonna eat the dogs bacon strips, man?
4: I just the pig brought it up, man. <laughs> you
1: know
4: that and that Pulp fiction. I don't eat. I don't eat pigs. Filthy animal. For some reason, those two things came to my mind. Have to have a
5: lot of personality. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but it damn is good pork chops are good <laughs> uh, we have derailed stand. John got quiet
5: life happens has to be like that pig on green acres <laughs>
1: So, Stan, you got anything to add to understand and comprehend? No, I'm
5: trying to get my friend on on this call because uh, he he's done wonders. Like he's like um saved the DePage County River from these guys that were like dumping concrete and stuff and like directing the flow of the river like away from where it should be. And like he's done some like amazing stuff. And he's done it like pretty much with gaining awareness and uh, making the lawyers on the other side define their terms and they've just failed in doing so. So once they've failed in being able to define what they're talking about, like their case kind of fell apart. And you know, they've paid him, they've uh, like a half million dollars in repairing the river and like all kinds of stuff. And he said he just laid down to bed so he doesn't want to come on the call. So I'm trying to get him on here because I know he's a guy that you guys would love to talk to. Uh,
1: Yeah, I think that would be pretty interesting to hear about. And and I mean, I completely agree. It's like if they can't define their own terms, if they don't understand themselves, how am I supposed to ever understand
4: them? Shit, I didn't even go to law school, man. You guys got a law degree and you can't even tell me what you're doing? What school do you go to? I mean, that makes sense, though. You don't. Have yeah, to I've really actually heard of anymore. several
1: people doing the whole like uh, define the terms, and you know, I was actually talking to a buddy this afternoon, and he was asking me what I might say if a cop asked me. Um, uh, you know, what's my address? And, uh, you know, just kind of speaking of terms, it's like uh, if a cop asked me, what's my address? I might ask him, what's your relation to me? You know, if you're if you're my son, you could address me as dad. <laughs> you know, if you're my father, you can address me as son. If you're if you're my younger, you can address me as sir or elder. <laughs> You know what I mean? I was just
4: thinking I was just thinking about my buddy the cop that time when the cop came and said so I smell marijuana. He goes, You probably do. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, That's it. Get out of the car. He said, Okay. <laughs> is anything in there? Well of course there is. <laughs> Can I search it? Sure. That <laughs> yeah, was a great story. You've heard that one, haven't you, Stan?
5: No. What story is
4: this? I had a former buddy cop of mine. He he got out of the department. He was a lieutenant in the investigations. Dude knew more about law, code, and statute, and language than, you know, any beat cop would. And this, for some reason, this. Patrol officer had a hard on for him. Every day he came home from work that that cop was working the shift, he'd be there waiting for him, just looking for a reason. I don't know. If he just looked rough or whatever, but he just he just knew that this guy was a bad guy, you know. And uh, so he pulled him over one day for some I forget what it was. I think he had tail light out or something, or didn't use a blink. I don't know. Pulls him over, He goes up to the car, and starts talking to him. He's like. Uh, so I smell marijuana. He goes, "Hmm, you probably do." And uh, <laughs> so the guy's like, "All right, well, go ahead and get out of the car." And he's like, "All right." He goes, "You care if I search it?" He goes, "No, go ahead, baby." It was like this sweltering summer day, and in Johnson City, they have to wear their vest. They have to wear their vest. It's mandatory. So it's like sweltering hot in this polyester uniform. <laughs> friggin', you know the vest on, a t-shirt under that. This, this cop's tearing his car all to hell. He's looking everywhere for everything, man, for like a half hour. In the meantime, his supervisor showed up, and he knew this other guy from when he was in investigations, and they're sitting back there smoking a cigarette, laughing at this guy, and he's tearing his car all to hell. Well, when they, he turns around to come back to the guy, you know, of course the, the supervisor acted like he didn't know him, and he's like, man, there ain't nothing in there. I've tore that car apart where is it he goes is it on you and he goes well yeah it's on me he goes hands on the car Hands on the car he starts freaking out (laughs) on him you know so he he puts his hands on the car cop goes through every pocket he's pulled all kinds of shit out lighters cigarettes money change just receipts everything he's got his pocket got all of it on the hood he's like where is it you said it's on. you said you had it on he goes man it's all over the hood he goes what are you talking about? He goes, that ain't marijuana. He goes, well, you didn't ask me if I had marijuana. You asked me if I had it on you. And there it is, and there it is, and there it is. He starts pointing at all that stuff. He's like, but you said I smelled marijuana. He goes, no, you said you did. Who the hell am I arguing argue with you? I don't know what you smelled. And this, this by this time, the supervisor was just busting, laughing. He's like, you're an idiot. Have a good night, man. Or, you know, it was just funny. And it was all about language. I mean, here you, you had a, a former cop who understood language because he's an investigator. So when he's talking to people, he's listening to every word they say, the way they say it, structured yeah. in the sentence. Because, you know, they'll use specific words so that they don't get caught lying. And they don't want to give you the answer, so they say something else. They always answer the question you didn't ask them. And that's what you listen for. And this cop was just a rookie and didn't understand how to phrase a question and he just had fun with him, and it was great and you know I just thought it was a good lesson for the show for people to understand just how much fun you can really have it doesn't have to be an angry thing I mean dude that's funny can you imagine doing that he just he just had this cop (laughs) just go through his car sweating his freaking head off that's probably the most work he's done in a month (laughs) And nobody got mad, and I bet that cop learned. You know what I mean?
5: Well, I think that cop got mad.
4: (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, I mean, look at the lesson he learned. Don't judge a book by its cover. Here, this guy was one of the best investigators this area has ever seen. And he was a fair man. He's a fair man. He's a good guy. And And he's smart. And he had this guy going in circles, and he didn't even know it. So, you know. It, it would have been yeah, awesome
1: if he would have gotten that videotape.
4: Yeah, they never top. give him that one up. They'll <laughs> never give that one up.
1: They'd be like, uh, we didn't have the camera rolling that one time.
4: Yeah, his thing was broke. It was broke. It, was, it didn't work. It was broke. <laughs> yes. Hmm. The camera systems sometimes have selective uh, participatory. <laughs> Ability.
5: <laughs> Before and after it worked, but right then it didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it, just, it, was, it must have been a sun flare, solar flare. Temporary EMP. Dude, Five, Jay,
5: you're with it. <laughs> you have
4: got to watch that freaking series. Yeah. You have got to watch it. Ah, oh, you guys have got to watch that. It's so in tune with everything we've been discussing. the one you years. were talking
5: about, like, two weeks ago?
4: Yes. Yes, dude. You got to watch that. It I- is worth it. It's three seasons. It's, it's called The Colony. You'll understand after about... It grabs you pretty quick, but you're going to really understand... It's going to take... Because they don't... I don't want to give it away. They don't, they, they hold back, like, you get it, but you really get it later on in the beginning of season two. Like, they kind of explain in depth. They, they leave you hanging a little bit, but they, they're building it the whole time, but you get it immediately. Like, it pulls you, the, the first episode is going to pull you in. Like, you get a feel for the characters and everything pretty quickly. It's it's a it's a pretty yeah, good I do show.
5: Have to watch that. It, it sounds like it's really good.
4: Well, it, you'll understand too, like because it builds first, second, and third season, and it it really ties in with uh, a lot of the stuff you haven't specifically discussed it with JC and I. I don't think, but you'll you'll understand it pretty quickly. Actually, we you and I argued about some of it, but we agreed. We were saying it in a different way. So this show actually. Is pretty pretty cool along those lines. I just don't want to give it away. I hate to be so vague, but I don't want to world. give it
3: away.
4: Yep. The alert. The world the world needs more alerts. <laughs> oh Stan, did I tell you how JC is betraying me?
5: No, let me in on this.
4: Oh my god. This guy <laughs> this guy's supposed to be my friend, my comrade. My yeah. like I mean like we go into battle together, you know? We don't leave each other on the battlefield. Tell him what you're doing, John. What do you Oh do? I'm going far <laughs> Oh He sucks, Stan. We talked about this and we were supposed to go together. And now he's going without me.
1: Uh, well, you're supposed to wait and watch the movie with me, but you went. I never made. I never
4: gave. I never gave you my word on it. <laughs> I never said I will do this. Can't believe you bringing up old but shit.
1: Do you have me on audio recording saying that I'm going to do that? Is it I
4: written? shouldn't have to have a fellow warrior. On uh-huh.
5: sales, that's what separates us. No,
4: Everybody, Sean
5: stole my pig. Hey, hey, if John wasn't wrong, he wouldn't be defending himself right now.
4: That's right. That's right. Uh, I'm not you know, defending Matt, myself. I'm saying hey, Sean stole I my, my pig. Um, himself, defending himself. <laughs> He's two layers deep. Next hey, is ad hey, He's going to start hey, calling this dirty You're trying names. to
5: bring another court into this court. We're talking about one <laughs> thing at a time. Yeah. So what is this thing that uh, John's... Um,
4: He's going to the damn of. Star Wars thing down in Florida, dude.
5: <laughs> you got a lightsaber?
4: <laughs> if I did, I'd cut his arm off.
5: <laughs>
4: so he'd have to have a robot arm.
5: What are you guys talking about? Like a Comic Con? <clears throat>
3: no,
4: they the, built this the massive, Hollywood friggin-
1: Park down at um, Disney World, Florida. Dude, it the is. Are you bring a Malcolm down there? Uh, yeah, the one that has um, Star Wars and what's the other one they have down there?
4: I forget. I didn't care. They have all. I'm saying is they got a life. I mean, they got a life-size Millennial Falcon. They got X-wing fighters that fly in that are scale models I mean it's crazy dude it's it is huge we went there. we went down there for my brother's wedding and the day, day after the wedding we just kind of we had a, <clears throat> a pass because his wife works there and we went to all three parts like really quickly and we had to go over um I'm trying to remember this to get to Epcot you had to go I believe it was when we had to get to Epcot but Either way, when we were going across, they were building it. I guess that's been like two years, year and a half, two years. But it's massive. I just can't
5: believe an X-Wing can actually fly.
4: They have it rigged on some kind of massive cable that you can't hardly see. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't really fly. I mean, it just looks like it flies. Like they bring it in on some kind of cable or something like that. At least that was my understanding because they were doing all the concepts in there as well and it was showing you and then they have some hotel like the windows are video screens and it looks like you're flying in space the whole time you're in your room it looks like you're on that big that's cruiser cool. oh yeah dude and and that's where you know
5: ruined you know, uh, star wars for big me Boy is, is gone. the uh, Mandela effect
4: Big boy is gone. No,
1: I am your father.
5: Luke, I am your father. (laughs) uh uh
1: Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We're
5: going to need a bigger boat.
1: (laughs) All those T-shirts must have been wrong, man. I know. And, you know, the interviews that uh, James Earl Jones did. Uh, Right? I just no, watched I, that I, the other day. What? What's that? The,
4: the Making of Star Wars and that interview they did with James Earl Jones.
1: And and he said about Luke, I am your father?
4: I'm pretty sure that's what he said. That's what I heard him say.
1: Yeah, well, if you go that's back and watch The Empire Strikes yeah. Back, he doesn't say it anymore. It's lame. Although I do find it interesting, like, speaking of the Mandela effect, how, you know, James Earl Jones is the other figure. And <laughs> in, in Star Wars and uh, Field of Dreams, and in both things, like, you know. Are know, you saying that James Earl Jones
4: funny. is the Mandela effect?
1: Nope. I think he
5: started <laughs> it. <laughs> bastard it was him or jaws, I don't remember
4: if he just understood what he was doing, he could have fully comprehended his actions and wouldn't have not done it. well, do you Well,
1: the Chris Batman? <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, boy. Money Mike it. has his <laughs> hand up. He's going to join the uh, conversation. What's up, hey,
3: Mike? So,
6: hey, what's up? Hey, so what do you think about uh, my, my comment was about uh, last week? You were talking about the Sherlock Holmes thing.
3: Um,
6: I kind of like Benedict Cumberbatch uh, as uh, the Sherlock. I don't know what, how you feel about the – I know what's his name that was in the Major movies. George.
1: Oh, uh, that was Robert Downey Iron Man. Jr. Yeah,
6: Downey. I, I thought he did great.
4: Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is great at playing an egocentric
6: asshole. I think I wholeheartedly agree that Benedict Cumberbatch needs to be the next uh, Doctor Who.
5: Ooh, Doctor Who, though. That's a great allegory.
6: 14th or 15th Doctor Who, be? And if not, they should do, like, a limited series again on the War Doctor with uh, John Hurt? I can't find your charger, uh, you ask. Oh, okay.
5: You know, I, I, I think about Doctor Who, and I've, like, I've watched all the new series and all the old series, and I just think it's a fascinating character and a fascinating allegory. And then it just yeah. struck me one day. Like, who is Doctor Who?
3: And I Doctor Who
5: seems okay. to be Saturn. He seems to be Kronos because he's the master of time.
3: Yeah,
6: yeah that's some interesting stuff.
3: Though. You say you
5: think he's Kronos? stuff going around in the background.
3: Did you say yeah.
5: he's, um He's a time lord. He controls time. He goes back and forth throughout the future and the past. So there you go, Kronos. And, like, everybody is, like, uh, oh, I'm, you know, this general or I'm this president or, like, whatever. And he's, like, yeah, no, I'm law. I'm the doctor. I'm going to say what's going on. So he's, you know, the god Kronos or Saturn, whichever, you know, Greek or uh, Roman you want to talk about it. Like, he portrays that character very well in that sci-fi. I
6: think the doctor can pick on Thanos any time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> of course anybody does use his children does he eat no
5: yes not all of them i think there. one was a bag of rocks that became zeus
3: <laughs> just
5: the one just the one <laughs> or jupiter i don't know there was a
6: thing called there was also in the doctor who there, there used to be the called the gods of rassilon well, then the, the later series, all of a sudden, uh, then you find out that Rassilon actually is a time lord. So, it's like the like time lords are above the gods. The
5: master. Yeah. Dot, dot,
1: dot, Yeah. Dot, 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 So, they're like the titans?
4: Yeah.
5: The titans, okay. yeah. Exactly. You nailed it. <laughs> and uh i had
4: a joke but i ain't doing it
6: <laughs> that's why i also oh, come thought on do it infinity, that's I why i also thought the infinity gauntlet was kind of moot with that you know like you got all this other you know oh. this goofy <clears throat> time stone but you know in reality all you really need is the damn time stone because i mean time is a hugely powerful thing to control and uh, that's time how is it usually work. He ultimately was beaten that way by, you know, with Dr. Strange when he found the, med- you know, when he used the time stone before he got. Why? Hey,
4: uh, I hate to do this, guys, but I've been up and at him since 5 o'clock this morning, and I'm exhausted.
5: So I went to bed at midnight and got up at 3. Come on. You can do yeah, that. That's
4: no, no, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, too, went to bed. Well, no, i did that. I did that crap. You win. I did two days in a row. I'm old. I'm old. I'm old. You're, you're bigger than me.
5: Yeah, it's, it's okay. As long as everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. Y'all
4: have a good night, man. I'm going to go crash. So, JT, right. I'll call you tomorrow. Dan, right, Money Mike,
5: like everybody days. else. Have a good night. Good talking to you, Sean. Take care.
4: You too, buddy. Good night, Cheer. Sean. Good night, JT. <laughs>
3: Aww. Well,
5: you know your your show starts out so good, and then we end up in philosophy and conjecture so quickly.
1: Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of been a slow evening. So, I mean, I think there are only seven people on the board right now. I kind of agree with Sean. I I got some things that I got to do to get ready to leave. I'm leaving on Friday. So, just to go ahead and make the announcement, there will no, be no show next week. So, next week on October 30th, there will not be a show. Sorry if people show up, uh, but there's no show. You're going to be a no show? Uh, I'm going to be a no show. Nobody sign a bench warrant for me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, but... We will be back here. I believe it's the 5th of November. Maybe it's the 6th. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Okay, well, it's the 6th of November. We will be back here the 6th of November at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if anybody wishes to join us, we'd love to have y'all. Thanks to everybody who came out and uh, showed support and participated and just listened in on the show and um, I I am putting in my notice of non-appearance right now. This is my notice of non-appearance. It will not show up again. So, Anyways, thanks everybody for coming out and spending your wonderful Wednesday evening with us. You could have been out at the bar getting drunk, but you decide to be out here with us instead we really appreciate it and you know, if anybody else wishes to kind of say good night to their peace now's the time hey i wonder hey jd
7: hey jc hey what's up brother i got on at the last bit here and uh maybe i'll maybe i'll stay on for a little bit with mike if he's going to be around money mike um yeah, I caught I caught that little the the ending there. Uh, I forgot you were coming coming down to Florida, so that's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll hit you up sometime tomorrow.
6: Okay, that sounds good.
1: Uh, we can talk then.
6: Uh, you mean hang around on this call, or you mean uh, open up my call after you, after JC's done? On your on yours, if you if you were gonna do that. Sure, if uh, yeah, I think I can do that for a little while. Yeah, okay, cool. I just, uh, I just got good. some, I just got some multitasking going on right now, so there might be some background noise when I do that. But uh, uh hey, aside from that, yeah, I guess I'm down with it. Do
1: you okay. want to go ahead and announce uh, you know, the name of the show and the call number,
6: Mike? Let's see, I can't remember right change it again. It might be just called Money Mike 5000 or it might be called uh, the Money Mike Society, but if not, uh, the number is 142306.
1: So somebody just types in Money Mike into the search, they'll probably find it, right?
6: Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Thanks, V4. Awesome, thanks,
7: JC, for for having everybody out, and I'll I'll probably go back and listen to the the first part of the show and all that, and uh, catch up. Tomorrow. Yeah, the first
1: part was actually pretty good. Uh, this guy came on and was asking what to do about a ticket in California, and then oh. we kind of got into understand and
7: comprehend. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's good. I um I think I recommended him to call tomorrow.
6: Uh, All right, let me get my thing here. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll mute yeah out,
7: I, I uh recommended him to call, so that's good. I'll listen to it because um I was wondering if he was gonna find the show and stuff. You know, I sent him the stuff earlier today.
1: Yeah, well I mean he was on like right at nine o'clock when we started
7: Okay, excellent. Um cool. I'm glad to hear that. Glad, glad to hear that um all right well uh i guess we'll catch up tomorrow and um we'll see you later
1: all right man well thanks for coming out and you know saying hi
7: okay no problem yeah you're gonna end it now right or are you still hanging out
1: uh yeah i mean as long as stan doesn't have anything else to say money mike muted himself out so right. nothing important <laughs> What's up? Uh, here's Money Mike again. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, just, uh, up.
6: yeah, just, uh, yeah just give me a few minutes uh, and I gotta, I'm got i going to establish the call right now. But uh, if you guys want to wait, I mean, otherwise, uh, if you, uh, you know, just uh, I'm going to situate the call right now. So just let, you know, hang on. Hmm? I need to ask you a
7: question. What? If something is guacamole, something guacamole sauce. I don't know what the difference is.
6: Just <laughs> guac- guacamole.
7: Okay, so the guacamole set is first eight ounce for an extra three ninety five a pint for an extra ten dollars and or a side...
6: excited. Well, Mike is out.
1: bringing guacamole to the party. I'm bringing guacamole. Okay, three ninety
6: five. Yeah. So holy got to be there.
1: Yeah,
6: yeah, holy guac- mm. it's really gu- guacamole. It's going to be holy, blessed by the blessed by the pope. Yes. Uh, Jay-Z and over. Yeah. and uh, also, uh, we're adding ter- termites for extra holes. Apple gold. Apple gold.
5: Apple gold. first gold. Apple
6: I, I, yeah, I got busted the other day for taking a steel reserve. I thought that steel Where means steel, like S T E L. I thought it was an instruction. Steel reserve. All right, I you gotta, I gotta do this. All right, I gotta do this. You stole a beer? Hush. Oh. All right. Well,
1: good night, everyone. My mic just muted back right. out, so. All right.
4: Night, Mike. See you guys. good Night, JC. Yeah. Bye.